Hello, and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman sisters. Very excited that this is possibly, probably, maybe our 200th episode. Mm -hmm. All those caveats are because it turns out that on our, what I thought was our exhaustive list of all of our episodes, Molly was like, I think you may have forgotten a few there, friend. It's only that movies like Witchfinder General stuck more with yeah. me. Boy, that was one you. of the worst that we've it, ever watched. It did well. I don't want to spoil the programming yeah. that you have ahead in the next who knows how many minutes. Yeah, um, I have no concept of how long this one will take us to record. It's hard to say. Hard, yeah. Um, but we have some superlatives. I also decided to work with the robots. I think um, that's fantastic. I finally found something useful that Chat GPT could do. God bless you for it. Uh, which is that they sort of scraped the web for me <clears throat> and assembling a lot of information. Now, make no mistake, I did do a lot of um, data cleanliness on this. Yeah, you did some macro data refinement. I, last, yes, I did. Last night, I just hauled ass, ate my candy, and like started, you know. Was this a state of flow kind of thing for you? Yes, it felt really nice. I cannot relate. But that's the crazy thing is, is, is if this were actually for work, I'd be like, son of a Right. Like, it's like, I love playing business where the stakes are, there are no stakes. (laughs) And I always have. You have always been this way. I have always loved to sort of play business. You loved to make a slide deck presentation as a young person. Yeah. You know what I did? I think we all did for a brief time, but. I still love to do it. The fact that we're doing that for book club next week or next month is. Yeah. A thrill. In two weeks. Split the diff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I used to love presentations. You had a very pissy, um, music stand for when you were playing violin. Right. That I used to pretend was sort of a a podium. My little like crappy wire thing? No, that one always sucked. I hated that thing. You had a wood one that was like, did I? Rather nice. I don't recall Maybe this. Maybe it was mine. I assumed it was yours because no. it was like kind of pissy and mahogany. I don't recall that. I think I only you had, had a lot that of portable l- thing. Little wood accents for fancy little girls. <laughs> I really did. I was kind of like a fancy little girl type. You were like a coded classic, young woman. <laughs> like a little like little lady. Like she's from like landed people in Europe. Not like high up, but enough. Yeah, I had like lots of things that like you like a music box that you would open. It would play like "Thank Heaven for Little Girls." Yeah. <laughs> Lots of like accents with ballet shoes on them. Yeah. Much ballet <clears throat> shoe content. You were kind of in your day got back as a little girl. <laughs> I was. You know what else I was thinking about is I wore this like goofy ass thumb ring for a long time that was like a music staff. Yeah. And it had like notes on it. It was from James Avery. Oh yeah. And I was like, I thought of myself as a musician first. <laughs> girl. It's shocking. Student second. When you realize that there are stories you've been telling yourself. Yeah, definitely. Like the one time we got Botox and I was like, shit, I'm an actress. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do this. This is messing with my craft. Good. It's so funny. Yeah, you thought you were a musician first, huh? Well, I don't really know if I thought of myself as that, but I definitely recall thinking of myself as very much like... um, an artistic person. Uh, yes. An appreciator of the arts. That still is very much my yes. self-conception, if I'm Definitely. being honest. Yeah. It's like, that's why it's my ultimate kind of life goal to be make peace with a lot of more basic things. I'm, right. I'm reading The Flight Attendant. <laughs> Good for you. Good yes. for you. Yeah. David Foster Wallace, it is not. 
Well, who cares about and that? And who guy? cares? Because I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. I'm, I do I'm that. never going to read Infinite Jess. Let me tell you it's that. It's not happening. Right vibes. Now, Buster. It's not happening. Vibes. No, if it, it would have by now if it was going to. I'm, you know, if it was going to be one of us, it was going to be you. I know that to be true. You're Gen um, X coded. Yeah. And it's not that you can't read a long book. I know you no, can. No, I can. If, if we both read The Goldfinch. We did. I loved it, actually. That's now, fine. see, something about, I think it's literary fiction is the term for what I like. Because it's like, yeah. I can't, I don't, I'm not, it's just like not, there's not a genre necessarily. It's not a genre. Yeah. It's just like stories about people. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they got to be good. They got to be good ones. It's so hard to sift out what's going to be good literary fiction. It really is. Because some people really are like so in love with their writing that they forgot to do a plot. Right. And I don't like to get stuck there. No. I think Ann Patchett's kind of a fun one. I've read two of hers. I loved Commonwealth. I need to read her other stuff. Yeah, I can lend you the Dutch house if you'd like What's it. What's it about? Um, it's about a oh, it's a beautiful house in, okay. in Pennsylvania. It's like, um, I think it's Pennsylvania, um, that uh, was like the, built by this like Dutch family. Maybe it's in New York, actually. Anyways, built by this Dutch family um, when they moved to the United States. And then like there's a family living there now, and the dad it's like a dad and his two kids and then they have like a household staff and stuff um and the two kids um when they're like middle-aged or not middle-aged like middle school high school whatever their dad gets remarried to this woman who's like visibly obsessed with the house like she's Hmm. like i'm gonna live here kind of meredith from parent trap type things and then their their dad dies suddenly and Uh-oh. she kicks them out of the house. They have no claim to it because his will said it was all, all of his stuff would go to his wife. She had like talked him into it before he died. <clears throat> and so they're like without this house for all this time. And it's like, it's kind of like how it's like the story of this brother and sister. And it's like narrated from the brother's perspective, kind of through the years, like dealing with mm-hmm. the injustice of what happened with like their dad's estate and being locked out of like all of the resources that they had grown up with. Mm-hmm. Um, and still making a nice life for themselves. And yeah. then, like, kind of coming back to the house as they got older. It's oh, really cute. nice. It was a nice story. I do love a decade-spanning story. Yeah, this one know? was, like, I think it spanned 20 or 30 years. That's a good time. And it was, the audiobook was what I listened to. And it was narrated by Tom Hanks, who actually did an excellent job with it. I'm surprised by that. He's, like, made books kind of part of the brand for him. Oh, really? <clears throat> I didn't yeah. think I knew that. He has a typewriter app. I knew that, yeah. God, that was one of the first few apps I remember playing with on a smart it's, device because it was early it's giving hit record joe it's very that or hit record joe we have We've no way ever of know <laughs> and it comes up too much i don't for trust us. that little weasel i don't like him <laughs> can't stand He's got that sort of fisher stevens head to neck ratio <laughs> <laughs> that i don't trust he really does mm-hmm. his moment has ended i fear he's over for you. doodle. He was on that show that you and mom and dad watched, and y'all were like, because it was like sort of in the same scammer vein, but it was about the Uber. You watched that, right? I watched every show on business that came out <laughs> last year in quits, quick succession, and then was like, why is my anxiety back? <laughs> hmm. Do you know what I was thinking actually the other day though? It's like, I would rewatch We Crashed. That was like We Crashed was a delight. <laughs> I was like, and honestly, I'd probably rewatch The Dropout too. Like <laughs> The Dropout was a delight. They were the intoxicating Uber one to me. Felt too much like, oh, I'm in the office late. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, and I'm like, the Uber one, 
I don't know. I'm just like not as interested. It's not as much. Because it's not interesting. It's like Thomas Kalanick is a douchebag, yes, but so many guys are. Yeah. The thing about like Elizabeth <laughs> Holmes is that She's she so is camp. such a weirdo. And then same with like the, what are Adam and Rebecca Newman? Yeah, you know what? The thing about the Newmans <laughs> Honestly, is that I'm like, like you guys are scammers, nice but go work off. if you can get it. Y'all are at least having fun with it. They are. Like, like they're spending I their money the in a Newmans fun way. And I was like, <laughs> there but for the grace of god you know you know <laughs> yeah, and if he wants to like stop being that graceful and let me get there do you want to give know? me a little scoop of that grace <laughs> i'll take it yeah i mean she had fun she made cute apartments they bought property in good places definitely like yeah. okay good for them she like had her little delusional school fantasy i'm like i li- i love it girl i would do the, the same thing i would thing. love to be like a woman of leisure who opens a, like a very pissy, elegant school. Like, or just any sort of business where I could hemorrhage money year after year. Definitely. Like that girl in New York who has the pencil store. Yeah. Oh my God, I haven't seen her. I don't know where her situation is. Maybe she's turning a profit. I don't... There's doubt no it. way. <laughs> doubt it. No way. Well, let's see if it st- still even exists. I remember this was like on some design blog years pencil ago. Pencil store. That's cute. St- but like, that's the kind of like... Right. Shit you would be doing. Right. right. Well, it's like um, the Meg Ryan in You've Got Mail sort of a thing. A right. children's bookstore. Incredible. Incredible I mean, idea. Um, but um, you really got to be well-placed. It's location, location, location vibes. God, there's like so many. The thing about, uh, I love cute objet. Yeah. And I'm going to just bury myself in cute little knickknacks if I'm not careful. <laughs> Do you know, um, I learned a new word for knickknacks literally in the last two weeks, and I've seen it like three times. What is it? Gigaws. What? Okay, thank you. That is the reaction that I had. I feel like I am no, the jo- the butt of a joke that I'm, everyone is playing on me. So I I'm you- calling... <laughs> What's his name effect? Mandela. Mandela and I effect. I said Mandelbaum. <laughs> Mandelbaum effect. <laughs> That's the dumbass version. That's our family. That's the Mandelbaum effect. Yeah. We just have bad memory. We call ourselves Mandelbaum, by the way, as a family because of the Seinfeld uh, family, the Mandelbaums, who are like obsessed with being the best. So we're like, Mandelbaum, Mandelbaum, Mandelbaum. It's always felt true to us. Oh, you know what? The pencil store closed. Oh, bless. In 2021. Well, you know, she probably just had a different idea she wanted to do to hemorrhage money because that's also part of my rich girl fantasy is that if I get bored, I want to wind this down quickly, painlessly, and move on to the next. <laughs> That's part of why I'm like, I don't really want to own a business because what if I get bored and I change my you mind? Might get bored. It's tricky. I, um, if there's one thing I don't want to be ever for any amount of time. You know what I think you do is you start one and you get it successful enough that then you can go chase your little rabbits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um or, that's a or a set idea. it and forget it sort of business model. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, this. well, she also had other, like, cute craft and, like, office quiche. Like, Good for her. I love, oh, oh, I love, if it's one thing that we love, oh. it's a paper store. You ever got a high on, on like, uh, mochithings.com? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, that shit rules. It's so wow. cute. Well, I'm very sad for this pencil store woman, but this is the kind of shit I'm talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like, that's, like... That's what I would do if you I had Rebecca Newman's speak money. It, put it out there. Yeah, for sure. I would love to have several fussy little shops <laughs> where I just sort of swing in. And I'm like, uh oh, boss is here. Uh oh, <laughs> put your little sidekicks away. Put them in your pocket. No texting in front of the customers. <laughs> 
I love that in this fantasy, you're a fussy little boss. That's yeah. Like, your <laughs> I'm a bitch now. <laughs> no, I know I was joking. Definitely. I actually, I, I was telling you and mom, I went to this place the other day and I was like, okay, not me looking up franchise information because it was so cute in there that I was like, I could own a business like this one because it's cute. You could though, especially and if you get it in this neighborhood. Definitely. And I was like imagining like all the very ridiculous, preposterously bright, colorful clothing that I would, I would need to have for work because I work in a children's business. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Like I would need to purchase myself a fuchsia pantsuit. You know, there's why not? truly no reason you can't just sort of do that now. I know. I think I really want to like do get back like in need- touch with my, but it's the Gemini of it all. It's, uh, I'm literally of two minds. I, I, half the time I want to be a full on minimalist and half the time I want to be a full on Cindy Lauper. Yeah. Bright ass colors, maximalist. You well, know, a girl can contain multitudes. Too. I do. I do contain multitudes. <laughs> Shut up. Um, this we haven't even said our little thing. It's like, would you like to sync up, bitch? Oh yeah, let's sync up, bitch. Sure. This is just sort of a porous <laughs> celebration of two hundred episodes. Don't worry, we do have superlatives. We do have some data. Stick around. Some data analysis that I did. Mm-hmm. But first, we'll see. I'm excited because you told me not to look at this data, so yeah, it'll be a surprise last for me. Last night when I was like <laughs> crunching numbers, yeah. you were being a quant. Yeah. <laughs> Slamming monster energies and just flop sweating. <laughs> Don't go into my sheet. I did picture you like kind of hunched. I kind of was. <laughs> I was like, had my feet kicked up on the chaise, had like the hour four of the Sopranos playing. Like Hell a yeah. Whiskey tumbler full of kombucha. Oh, that's sounds like your dream come true i really do i look out for me at home Good for I, make, you. <laughs> I make things nice <laughs> exactly to my specifications <laughs> and it will it will only get worse <laughs> i keep that i keep that house frigid as shit so that i can get under my <laughs> heavy blanket any month of the year <laughs> You know, Craig, <laughs> I keep a hot water bottle in the bed all the time now, like a no. little pan of coals. Y'all have got to get a heated mattress pad. No, I don't want to do that. I feel well, actually, you know what? Let me not say that. I like to have it on for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I like to heat the bed. That's what I'm saying. And then turn it off. Parker leaves that shit going all night long. Like when I'm making the bed in the mornings, I'm like, why is his side of the bed still hot? It's still on level four heat. That sounds miserable. This man... Oh my god! Absolutely I think not. something about electric mattress pad to me feels I like it's very scary. I would be sizzling like bacon. <laughs> when I have my little weighted blanket on top, mm-hmm. I think of myself as being panini pressed. When I've done, because I I had like a, I used like the heat the middle heating pad a lot. Again, uh-huh. it's like a pan of coals. Uh, yeah, definitely. But then I something about it. I was like I around too much electricity <laughs> 25 hours of a day I need this to get out of my bed do you know what I've seen people do though that I think is genius and I wish I had thought to do is it is, a pan of colds no <laughs> no they will use one of those little heating pads on their baby's changing table for like a few oh, minutes yeah. before they like I guess when they get their kid out of the bath then their towels are on top of a heated surface damn that's good that's a very Taurus baby a Taurus mom thing to do for her baby, I mean. Yeah, I was going to say, regardless of yeah. whatever sign right. I Your bring child forth is. eventually, yeah. um, 
gonna have a they're gonna get a tourist experience <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um I think that looks so lovely. Man, that I think that's a great, nice. that's a good use case for an electric pad. Yeah, it To give your baby is. a spa experience. Absolutely. Um, what have I been up to? Kind of not a lot. Yeah. I had a pretty low-key weekend. Um, I mean, you were, like, productive as hell. Yeah, I'm still motoring. Something in me this year was, like, we have to get rid of a lot. I love that. We have to clear this place out. <laughs> um, Take, bring a shovel in. We're done. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Craig and I cleaned out the closet. It was like four bags of stuff. God, girl. Can you believe that? That sounds like Can when, I, when, I don't know if you did this much in high school or whatever, but like when mom would be like, you need to clean your closet out. <sighs> like we, it would be literally like two, three, four bags. Yeah. And like, oh, <laughs> I know. Yikes. What happened to I, those? <laughs> I like to think that some of my treasures are now in a thrift store, but they are probably all gone. They probably just lit them on fire. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> They're one of those um, compressed packs, like, behind the, yeah. the thrift store. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to... Um, I'm I'm do, doing a pretty good job at keeping my yeah. clothes pared down as an yeah. adult compared to as a kid. But Lord. Oh, definitely. But it's still hard. You know, every once in a while you're like, I just want a little new thing as a treat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I gotta stop doing that. I gotta, there's a few things where, well, yeah, listen, no more, unless it's one men's sweater right. at Target. And that has been no the more only, garments. that has been the only impulse purchase I've made in the last year that I'm like, dead ass, that was a good choice. That was a good one. That was but a really good one. But other than that, it's like, no, I need yeah. to just sort of. Well, that and that Europe book that I bought the second, that. Yeah. <laughs> the second I saw it. Man. I said, hold, please. <laughs> you know what? They don't have them for the other continents. What's going on? I, I don't know. It's hard to say. You guys. Because I wanted to get a South America one. Definitely. As a gift for a friend. Oh my gosh. Whose trip looks incredible. But wouldn't that have like slayed as a birthday gift? That would have been, that would have been quite a slay. Yeah, but like, it's just simply not an option. Right. I'm not going to just give you some other random South Africa photo book. It has to be the Tashin National Geographic it, right, one. Right. Right. What's going on, Tashin? Let's get it together, babes. girly. Um, anyway, what have I been... Okay, I was cleaning. Uh, Craig and I did, in fact, go see another extended edition of Fellowship <laughs> no, of the Ring. No, you did not. Yes, cool, because we went last it. year. We didn't find out about them playing this series until it was on to the Two Towers. And do so they we, do this series annually? They must. They did it last year around this time. Like, when it's, like, dead season for good movies, it's a like perfect time to do that kind of thing. That's great, and it's kind of, you know, long and cozy and boring, so... Yeah, Craig fell asleep twice. Um <laughs> <laughs> we both just sat there, ordered like big hearty foods <laughs> and buckled in for, I don't know. How long? Let's see. Fellowship of the Ring extended. Extended girl. Is that yeah. the director's cut? There's a director's and an extended, I think. Which one's longer? Oh no. I think the extended is longer. Girl. Um, you know what makes me laugh so hard about that movie? Okay. Actually, and let me tell you this too. Um, Usually Craig and I watch Lord of the Rings, obviously, like... It's y'all's comfort rewatch. Yeah. And we're not... I don't... I'm not, like, a girl who can, like, stomach fandom, really. No, right. So, like, I enjoy it in a dignified, different way (laughs) than you guys. Um, But, like, when we saw the movie, like in theaters that sign where or that that line where sean bean goes like one does not simply walk into mordor you know the first time you see it it's just it's just a line and then it became a meme and so when that got to that part everyone had this like really like forced laugh together like like in joke laughing yeah and craig and i both like you're like looked at each other like 
No. (laughs) 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 That sucks. Cut it out. (laughs) You were like, you guys are dorks. Yeah, basically it's like, I have to be the coolest girl at the Sunday matinee (laughs) of the extended version of Fellowship of the Ring. Here's what makes me laugh about that movie, was though. Was it four hours long for real? No, it was three and a half. Oh, my God. That, um, that is such a... It's only three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> um, when, when it gets to Kate Blanchett, because I always panic that I've missed her. She's actually, like, pretty close to the end of the first movie. Yeah. I like, came back from the bathroom, and I was like, did I miss her? <laughs> um, so I always forget that she is, like, a half-sorceress like sorceress elf, I guess. So she's Hot. powerful. And the way they talk about her is the way we talk about Kate Blanchett, the actress. <laughs> Be like, she's the fairest person you've ever seen in your life. Definitely. You can only look upon her very briefly. And it's like, damn, Peter Jackson saw what we saw. <laughs> so you get it. Okay. Yeah, so this guy gets it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, every time I feel we watch the it, fact that she's not on everyone's lips at all the time, at it, all times, it, shocking to me. It, it is shocking. Like there are a handful of people that are like media writers and Twitter people uh-huh. personalities who seem to share our our obsession with her. Jill Gutowitz, yeah, Louis Vertel, yes, you know. But it's like, okay, you guys get it. Yeah. So why isn't everyone else getting it? You know? Straight men don't really get Kate Blanchett. Although Craig said his mind was kind of changed on that after Carol. So he was like, you know, she's just so powerful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you get it. Uh, yeah, you get it. <laughs> um, Has he seen Tar? No, but that's Sit his not, ass that's, down and watch. Do you, do you think Tar is going to... Tar no. is not the male gaze. No. <laughs> It's really not. It is very much the female case because I was like, woof. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even with her hair looking stupid as hell. No, I know. They were like, we can like, we can, we can make her like 15% butcher <laughs> than, <laughs> you than any like, other normal like, role. And we were like, exercise. Yum! <laughs> and exercise and like incrementally moving. Yeah, they're like boiling the frog. <laughs> She's going to look like Eileen Miles <laughs> in like five years. <laughs> Congratulations, you're a lesbian now. <laughs> you know, I'm not usually into women, but <laughs> it really is. I'm, and I guess Galadriel was sort of probably many people's the, first. The silly thing about her is that she kind of does have French tips. Oh, yeah. No. But other than that, at, was, the, at the time, that was the height. It was the height. Of elegance. The really cool thing about that character too is that she always has the reflection of these like giant stars in her eyes. Oh, when you, I mean, I know you will rewatch it. It is the trippiest thing when it gets to the elves because they kind of are telepathic too. Oh, sick. I want to be an elf. I yeah. Was, I, I knew Definitely. you would call that one as your house. <laughs> when I watch it with Craig, I'm like me, her. I'm Galadriel. <laughs> I'm the elf sorceress. I'm so beautiful. <laughs> and he is Gimli. <laughs> what is Gimli? Gimli is the little dwarf. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's the little dwarf. Oh, the little the little bearded guy. Yeah. Oh, that guy rules. And yeah. He, if there's a character holding like a warhammer or an axe, Definitely. Craig is like me. Definitely. <laughs> 
And it makes sense. And it makes sense. I've always said this. Yes. Anyway. Um, is Liv Tyler an elf Yes, well? but she's so beautiful. Liv Tyler is one of the all-time beauties. <laughs> People forget. She really is so, you, so it is pretty. the policy of this podcast that Liv Tyler <laughs> is one of the all-time beauties. So, have you watched her, like, um, Vogue Get Ready With Me video? No. God, she's so cool. And she's kind of like a space cadet. I just, I love her. She, like, she's so, like, airy it's and nuts that she's that pretty. It's so stupid. It's she does not need to be that pretty. But I'm so she's glad aging she really is. well too. She's gorgeously, yeah, and like naturally. Oh, I was skin. gonna say like I feel like when I she's saw 45. her in um, Harlots, she looked like a 45 year old. God, but a really, really well, yeah, pretty but one. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, totally. Um, she doesn't look all pickledy and weird. Now her father, <laughs> and now her father on the other hand, I cannot say the same for you, my boy. <laughs> no. Um, also, she's in Empire Records, so she's forever a favorite. I almost, I stopped myself, but I almost turned that shit on again last night. I love it. I've seen it so many times. I wish that hardly that you know any other people could appreciate. That I am pretty good at doing the sugar high. Yeah. <laughs> you really I are. did work on it. You really are. I think it helps that you can you do... You can't see it on a podcast. The, There's the hand thing. But you can do the Renee crinkle eyes thing really well, too. When, when you have the same sort of... Face shape. Facial composition facial, kit. Yes, yeah. When you came with the same parts. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, we were just saying women. before we started recording this that Renee Zellweger was one that I'm so. I, when I was looking at our list, I was like, she's been in a couple of the movies we watched, and I don't yeah. think of her as a period piece actress. I thought of she was heavy on my mind the weekend I went to Minneapolis because you remember that movie where she's like, she's like a bitch executive from oh my Miami. God. Yes, Down with Love. And no, I, not Down with Love. Oh, um, the it proposal. Was, no, 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 no. I know what you're talking about, though. Renee. So, yes, the it's winter like thing. New in town. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, because she was in Minnesota. What a no! But I was thinking. I forgot. Down with love was another. Oh, I have movie a, We watched. I have quite the note about down with love when we get to oh, the main feature. I'm ready. Girl. I, there was some data analysis I did that would blow your mind about <laughs> down with love. Is this so? This is so. Okay. Well, I can't wait to hear that. But um. So was that all that y'all were up to? That's Lots, really it. That's, that's kind of a nice, nice Yeah, little... I went to brunch with Nicole. That was great. Oh, that's fun. Where'd y'all go? Um, that new French place that where Sway used to be. Sway. It's like numbers. South First. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know it. You should as a, enjoy your French food. I think you yeah. should go. Um, yum. Is it pretty? Yes. And oh, our server cute. was super cool. I asked if I could get a to-go cup for my cold brew. And she was like, oh, we don't like actually have that. But then she like pointed to one of the plastic cups on the table. And she was mm. like, just pour it in that and go. Thank you. So I took <laughs> some of their um, glassware, but plasticware. Right. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. Kicked around. Went to like a vintage boot place. Oh, that's so nice. That, that sounds like an actually really lovely. Was it Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. It was great. That's when I sent you that Yaya Bay radio. Like, you know, yeah. I love a, like a sunny yeah. winter day. Yeah. Um, and y'all went to the Lord of the Rings the same day? Yeah. Man, that's like went a... Went home, popped my candy. That's a very Lord of the Rings. good day for you. It was a great day. That sounds day. like kind of an ideal Sunday. Yeah. It was nice. Wow. Good for you. Yeah, I got horrible sleep last night though, so it's all for bish. Oh, no. <laughs> like I can't remember so today. A sunny you're like, day. <laughs> <laughs> I texted you earlier because I was having the opposite kind of a day. I was like driving. Yeah, I went to go get my youngest after. I'm glad the light touched you today. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to like these days by Nico. And yeah, I was like, yeah, crank that shit up. Life is for the living. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how gorgeous it is today. It was like 67 and sunny. Yeah. I mean, 
you couldn't have, have ordered up a prettier day. You, if you have not yet, you still have to listen to that radio I sent you. I turned it on on the way to get Marigold. Isn't that a vibe? Wow, it's a vibe. Yeah. It's so cool. I like that first song a lot. Where did you, how did you find that one? Uh, that dude on TikTok who always is like, hey man, listen to the, and it's yes. like playing with himself. <clears throat> um, yeah, that girl's song. I think that shtick is so corny for what it's worth. It is so corny, but his <clears throat> recommendations are fire. They do. They are good. They're good <laughs> um, ones. So yeah, uh, what was I saying? Yaya Bay is her name. Okay. Meet Me in Brooklyn is the name of the song. A great one. And yeah, because it, it has like a Sister Nancy kind of vibe. It does. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, like, that's like a good Sunday morning playlist. I, you know I played Bomb Bomb yesterday. Da, you know you did. Winders bom, bom. down. <laughs> It has been so pretty in the last couple of days. I'm like, what have we done to deserve this? This is this is the shit you come for. This is what you this is what you come for. (laughs) Yeah. And the cedar, you know, knock on wood, hasn't affected me that much this year. Normally, it kills me, but this year, I'm like, I'm the same level of allergy as always. I can toughen up. I can yeah nut up against the cedar. Yeah, absolutely. Cedar. The cedar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not scared of you, pollen. Yeah. Get out of my face. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe you've just finally become acclimated to Yeah, it. I'm one with the land here. Because no. you've lived here 11 years now. 10, 12? What, it'll, yeah, it's been 12. Can you believe this? Yeah, I'm coming up on my 10th. That is Isn't cr- that nuts? crazy. A decade. Yeah, it freaks me out. Yeah. Why? It means, well, so I have a decade in the workforce under my belt. That's, I mean, like, that's professionally. great. Professionally. You're, you're, you're motoring. Yeah. What's your price for flight? <laughs> Twenty more to go. <laughs> oh God. Well, you know, but you're having fun. Yeah. And it's that's and also no, I'm gonna be done. But yeah, I was then. gonna say we're. You better believe I'm gonna figure out how to how to be tired, <laughs> how to be leisurely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this weekend, what did I do? Yeah, I was gonna ask. Okay. <laughs> What did I do, though? Now that I think of it, come think of it. Oh, you know what? I was telling you earlier, I hit levels of stress that I did not <laughs> anticipate hitting me. I, you know, I think my little gummy habit has really helped me not be so anx- anxious all the time. Mm-hmm. Anxious. I can't yeah. even talk. It's fine. Um, but uh, I was just sort of like, it just, everything felt very overwhelming on Saturday. And I was like, Marigold's like not sleeping well and like still doesn't go back to school for like another three days. Austin ISD was closed for so long this year. Jeez Louise. It was like two and a half weeks. It doesn't go back till tomorrow, right? Till tomorrow. Oh my God. Like (laughs) our friend Jesse was posting about it on Instagram today and I was like, okay, I'm glad I'm not the only parent feeling this way because I'm like, what? The hell, you guys. This is so much. I don't remember it ever being anything like that when we were kids. I don't think it was. I'm like, I mean, I'm glad for the teachers, but I'm like, it's January 10th, and they're just now starting back at school. Like, what the hell? So, um, I mean, today was really sweet. Like, Tig and I went to Indigo Play, like, way, 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 way up north, and she, like, ran around while I talked to mom on the phone for, like, 45 minutes. What is Indigo Play? It's, like, one of those indoor play places, but it's, like, kind of smaller than a lot of them, and it's not, like, in bright, annoying colors. It's, like, very kind of peaceful looking. Like, it's it's kind of aesthetic, and there's, like, lots of good sitting areas for parents. Like, I sat, I perched up on, like, a little um, Ikea love seat. And had the whole thing to myself. And then they have, like, a quiet sensory play area. And then they have, like, arcade games in one area, which Tig and I spent some time there. But Nice. 
Yeah, it was really cute. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I, as much as I've enjoyed the time with you, <laughs> we got to go. Um, so anyway, Saturday, we ended up going to um, mom and dad's house so that we could go have a dinner date because we hadn't been to El Monumento in like a gajillion years either. Oh, did you get a cranberry mark? No, they were gone. They're not on the menu anymore. That sucks. Uh, um, but I got a regular one and it had been too long. So, Girl, they do know how to make They um, know how to make a good margarita and their nachos are pretty good. I was That's say, what I had. Did you have the queso at all when you were there? No, we didn't. This time. The we, had their, we had their guac, though, which is their guac is good, but they need to salt it more. They have if to salt it more. If anyone's listening, you gotta, you gotta salt that guac. That's my only complaint. And honestly, that is something I can't address tableside, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't you, do that. Uh-huh. I think you should bring it. Well, you know what? They probably have a lot of uh, HP Now that you customers. say that. <laughs> Could you make the guacamole for me without salt? Yeah, you got it. And they just stopped doing it. That's a good theory. Because it is sort of, some sort of, of an a older silver city. <laughs> a bit of a silver city indeed, I would say. Um, but it was nice. Like, we got to go to Larkin Owl and look at books and... Um, and then we went to Target, of course, afterwards, because what date night is complete without a run through Target? It's honestly, it's like, that's when we have date nights in Georgetown and we do that. We like end up getting like our Easter basket gifts or yeah. like extra stocking stuffers or whatever. So we got Marigold's Valentine's Day gift from us and like part of Tig's. So that's cute. Like that's kind of a fun. They've got. I like, like that y'all get them Valentine's gifts. Oh yeah. You know, we got a dad always did with us. He yeah. Flowers. Still does. Yeah. At school. Yeah, no, I, was I was feeling like, <laughs> princess. <laughs> it's nothing. I really don't remember a lot of other kids that had that. And he did that he even in high it. school <clears throat> when I was like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> he, but he was like, I don't care. I want people to know. <laughs> he still does it for sure. Because mm-hmm. um, I remember the one year that I was still in office, like mm-hmm. before everyone yeah. went home. Like I had like my, my one friend who's still there with me. I yeah. was like, girl. I just want to warn you. I need you to hide a card for me because it's going to say like from daddy. Happy Valentine's Day from daddy. (laughs) And that is quite literally my daddy. (laughs) But nobody knows me so well here. So can you hide it? I promise it's nothing that sounds. People have used that word for perverse reasons. One thing I do not call Craig. (laughs) It's not daddy. daddy. (laughs) I'm not doing that one. No. Um, Anyway. Yeah, so that so was... So you had some stress? Yeah, we had some stress, but that that helped. And then Sunday, um, we were supposed to take the kids to a birthday party yesterday afternoon. And it was, like, at one of those, again, indoor play places, but it was, like, one of the, like, big, loud, crazy ones. Oh, boy. And I get sensory overload real bad in places like yeah, that. Yeah, and like the child casino Super bad, yes. And I'm like, I just, because when I can't see both of my kids at the same time, mm-hmm. my anxiety just, like, Whoa. And um, I'm always like, someone's going to break a bone, <laughs> you know? So um, Parker was like, you know what? I can take them both by myself if you want to, like, stay back and rest or, like, work out or whatever. And I was like, do you mean it? <laughs> like, thank you. And so I had the house to myself for, like, three and a half hours almost. Oh, man. <clears throat> I mean, when Marigold, when they got home, I guess it was, like, right at three hours. But when they got home, it was like past Marigold's bedtime and we needed to give them a bath too. So she was like delirious and like so rude. And I could not believe it. Like she was acting kind of punchy. And when I was snuggling with her at bedtime, I think she had, we'd been laying down for like 90 seconds mm-hmm. and she started snoring because she was congested. I was like, oh no. She was so tired. But I, during that time, I listened to the 90s by Chuck Klosterman, like 
finished it last night. Dang. Um, and like put away everybody's laundry except for Parker's because I don't know where all he put, you know. And also yeah. he's, I've now delegated towels to him. Hey, more responsibility. All towels. And I also recently delegated to him, um, anytime we are traveling anywhere, even if just to Georgetown, I am happy to keep packing for me and for the girls, but I would like for you to be responsible. You're the czar of chargers. Because I inevitably forget huh. some vital charger. Like, it's either my Apple Watch or my phone or whatever. Or, and he, you know, I'll end up plugging into his side of the bed. But I'm like, but I want my own plug so that I can scroll while I'm going to sleep. You right. know? So now it's his job to, like, think about the logistics of where we're sleeping and what cords make sense. Whoa. And it's really made my life better. What a better. natural fit. <laughs> yeah. It has made my life so much better. He's like, definitely. I'm happy to do that. And I'm like... Well, damn, if all I have to do is ask you to do something, you know? Oh, yeah. It's just thinking of what to ask. I ask for things constantly. You do? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I ask for things, like, in the sense of, like, hey, will you do that now? But I don't, I don't think of, like, systems oh, management oh, no, I mean, in our we, household. We just sort of occasionally will be like, so you, you do yard, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's kind of been, like, a longstanding. Like, he's, for some reason, the trash guy. Yeah. Although Craig sometimes I'll do guy. a little bit of, like last week I did it just to help him out. That's really brave of you. It was brave. I hate taking the trash out. It feels beneath me. <laughs> As a woman, I don't mind it so much, but you know what I really, really hate is taking out the compost. We have like one of those tabletop scrap. I would like, never do that. Things. <laughs> we use the like the dis- or biodegradable mm. bags. Mm. <laughs> it wouldn't be me even one time. <laughs> So it's like, I, this is something that I've, I've asked Parker about, but I need to, I guess, touch base about again, because he puts his coffee grounds in there. And from then on the rest of the day, anytime you open it, it feels like coffee. And, um, the other day it had started to leak and there was like coffee juices and stuff underneath it. So that was like the only time that I've been like, like actively about, but that is typically like my least favorite chore and I love I love to be like Parker you need to do it you know it's surprising to me that you're the compost sister we have so much stuff that is compostable that when we realize like okay we can do this you know that's free it's a free option that's true and we got the little compost bin thing at like a neighborhood event um and it's like, I mean, it's like got a good spot on our countertop. It's like right next to our sink and our trash. So it's like kind of pretty easy just yeah. to do that instead. Um, and it makes our trash less stinky. So you don't have to take it out as often. That's a good point. If you're not putting eggs or anything in there. Yeah, eggs or like <clears throat> broccoli. We eat a lot of, oh, like so much broccoli at our house. And like when you have broccoli stems yeah. in the trash for like two or three days, it's like <sighs> disgusting. Anything in the brassica family, honestly disgusting boy the way that you you things choose to degrade over time not a good choice say i'm a fan not a good i've got to chop some broccoli when i get home definitely uh should we start talking about a retrospective we've been talking for 38 minutes just yammering our lips and not talking a damn thing about any of these movies well i feel that in this way we might even breeze through this because there's just so much there's so much to say there's so much to say so Would you like me to begin with some of my data findings? Certainly. I think that would be a, okay. a great way to start. So, uh, I utilized, just a quick note on methodology, 
Uh, I utilized this list that Lindsay gave me of the movies we've seen and ran that through chat GPT. Probably I had to batch it out 20 at a time. There's like 200 movies. And I think I asked it three or four different sets of questions. So this, I interacted with this bot for like two or three hours. (laughs) And I like did a lot of data normalization as well. So because I wanted to get a sense of like, and she better use an average movie. Font too. She said it's going to be Cambria Girls. Yeah, so I said we are using a serif font. This is not don't for be a, a tech child startup. Um, anyway, here's the information that I have here: is that I pulled uh, for every movie we saw, director, uh, top three build actors, Oscars nominated, Oscars won, or were applicable Emmys nominated, Emmys won. Oh, yeah, because we did a lot of, like, TV shows and stuff, too. Yes. Duh. Uh, the year mm-hmm. of okay. the... That it's set in. Okay. As well as the year it was released. Okay. Um, per GPT. Now, this is where I had to do... GPT a, was able to pull all of this for you? A lot of it, yeah. A lot, wow. It usually just narrowed it down to the century or, like, the mid. So, if it said mid, I would do 50 of that right. century. Or if it was okay. early, I would do 25. And if it was late, I would do 75. Okay. Unless I knew the decade, which I would continue that methodology on down God. unless it was like world war four two specific four. Four. <laughs> two specific and it like says the <clears throat> 40s it's like well right. i know what years yeah you get it it's the first half of the 40s most likely i pulled budget okay i pulled international gross um and imdb rating and then i did some calculations off of that imdb rating is such a good a good choice to add to this we Thank should you. maintain this yeah i think so so, wow. if you were to guess, like, what the average rating is on IMDb of all the movies we watch, what would it be? Mm, five. No, it was so much higher than you'd expect. 7.8. 7.25. That's pretty good. The, the it's low, pretty respectable. The lowest one is not even what you'd be thinking. In terms of what the score was or the movie? Um, <clears throat> in terms of, like, yeah. Either? Uh, the movie. Uh, was it gothic? No. Really? No. Uh, it was The Mummy. No way. Yeah. The, the mummy, mummy is a... 5.8. The Mummy's a hit, the you guys. A, well, The Mummy had one of the higher nets on here, which was like it, uh, the budget was 80 and it grossed like 155. I mean, maybe because it came out at such formative ages for us, I'm like... Everyone knows the mummy. This is, this is a the classic mummy. hit. It's that's. I think we're being silly if we're like shitting on the mummy, right? Um, but the second worst was Mary Queen of Scots, which I cannot say I super. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. We watched a lot worse oh, really? <laughs> this podcast. A lot worse. Um, Shocked me honestly. Looking at the list, some of the things that I was like, I, you know, we we talked about having like a who her. Uh huh. And there's some that I even forgot. Right. Further still, you right. know? Like, looking at the list, I, earlier when I was looking at it, Anonymous, completely forgot that movie and who was oh, in it. I remember Anonymous. I remember um, what, vaguely, that it was like a Shakespeare conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Shakespeare-acy. Oh, you're trying, okay. <laughs> I tried it. <laughs> Shake conspiracy. Uh-huh. No, it's not. No. It's not. It's not, it's not giving the spear, give, girl. It's spear there. <laughs> Anyways, um... 
Yeah, I remember just the broad strokes, but I'd forgotten who was all in it. It was like kind of a stacked it cast. It was the dude from, he has a pretty big role in House of the Dragon. Reese Ifans. Yeah. Yeah. And was, like Vanessa Redgrave. Yeah. It was, it was a And stacked, Tom Wilkinson, right? The, the actors were good. It was just that the story the and, and the... Uh, the direction and everything else about were, it was so stupid. Just so awful. There was another thing I was... Okay, well, I, I have a fun fact section that I went over here, okay. too. But okay. Anyway. So what was our lowest rated film? You said... It was The Mummy. It was The Mummy. That's right. It was right. The Mummy. Okay. Highest rated was... Well, it's a TV show. It's Rome. <gasps> really? Yeah. And you've been telling me that I need to rewatch or to and actually it, watch it Rome really all the way through. It really is very good. Okay. Um, and it's it's decently historically accurate. Yeah. Um, okay. When well, it's starring somebody who's getting a designation, I think from me later. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, oh, Continue. yeah, he's definitely getting a designation. <laughs> um, okay, so I wanted to share with you some uh, block like some box office stinkers okay, that we okay. have on here. So, uh, <laughs> of the available data that I have for these okay, movies. Definitely. The delicate finger set. <laughs> <laughs> only, let's see how many. I think only like 10 of them lost money. Um, Interesting. The the number one. Okay, so like Velvet Goldmine lost money. I'm not super surprised no, at not that. Either. Like Brideshead Revisited, Tuck Everlasting. I love Brideshead Revisited, though. But the two that were dramatic amounts of money lost were Dorian Gray. Oh, I believe that. The budget was $30 million. You guys, where did that get spent? <laughs> it grossed 2.1. <laughs> ben Barnes is no. box, box office poison, I fear. Yes, he is. There's something menacing. I don't care for him. This is, again, this is the data per chat GPT, though. So okay. I haven't... There's some that I went in and keyed myself, but, yeah. like, this was not one. Wow. Um, the other big one was Down With Love. You know, I do recall at the time... Being a big old flop. <laughs> flop, flop, flop. But honestly, watching it, I was like, this is fun! Yeah. I the, think it's probably pretty niche, though. I think so. The budget on it was 38. Again, girl, where did it go? <laughs> well, all that set design. Yeah, it's true. It was really exterior shots. Yes. For, yeah. Period pieces is expensive. And yeah. then it grossed 15.6. Now, conversely, uh, you would not believe the ROI on our number one. Oh, no. Young Frankenstein. The budget was 2.5. It grossed 86.2. Oh, yeah. I believe that for sure. It's um, like a runaway hit. The King's Speech as well did very well. Um, I love that movie. Back to the Future. Call Me By Your Name. The Conjuring. Oh, well, you know, horror movies are they always shoestring. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Shakespeare in Love was a nice little return yeah. for the Weinstein Company. Congratulations. <laughs> I, you know what? I meant to do a search of like how many how of many these of were. These are, oh no. Uh, but I fear the answer. I don't want to know. I don't want to look too closely at it. Me neither. Um, okay. What were the other? Okay. So a few other things and then we'll move on to our. Yeah. Um, our superlatives. Yes. Oh, okay. So Oscars. Okay. Um, the movie with the most nominations. Nominations. Yes. Do you have a guess? King's Speech. Behind the Candelabra with 15. Damn. It was nominated for 15 Oscars. That's insane. Well, you love that movie. That is Molly I Culture. I do love that movie. <laughs> uh, I love, like, Vegas. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're the Vegas twin. I yeah, don't think I'm the I Vegas twin. <laughs> um, okay, winningest. Uh, 
two movies won eight Oscars each. Shakespeare in Love. No. No. I think that one did win quite a few. They're like six. Was it like The Aviator or something? No, that was also nominated for quite a few. Um, it was Amadeus and Cabaret. Wow. I did. I do feel like I remember that Amadeus was just an absolute it's, smash It swept. Hit. Yeah. yeah. Um, our biggest blockbusters, unsurprisingly, are Forrest Gump. Uh, yeah. Chronicles of Narnia and Pirates of the Caribbean. Ugh. Um, Ugh. Chronicles of Narnia. Couldn't even do it. No. We couldn't even that do it. That was a DNF for me. Uh, I have a category here called Tough Night, uh, okay. which is the ones that were nominated for the most Oscars and walked away with nothing. Oh, no. Who? Uh, Moulin Rouge. <laughs> Eight nominations and zero wins. Atonement, seven. And then Carol was six. No, they didn't win anything? No. Lindsay, you remember what happened with Carol with me. And oh, you know yeah. what did win that you year? Bet, you bet the family farm on Carol. I did. I really did. And I had to pay the ultimate presio. <laughs> I had to get those Mini acrylic nails. nails. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, and the, what, Room won instead of Carol? And honestly... Who's still talking about Room? It's like, I'm so sorry, Brie Larson. You will never be famous. You will never like, be a star. I know she won an Oscar, but like literally who? She does not have star power. No, she doesn't. I'm sorry to tell you this. She's not... It's not there. Why, I bet y'all feel good about ripping Kate off. I don't know what that's about. I haven't looked at this yet, but let's see. Total number of Oscar nominations for the movies that we've watched is 200. Woo! Exactly? Yeah, but not like one per movie. Damn, no, but that's crazy. <laughs> uh, 200. Oscars won. No, I'm sorry, it's not 200. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is. I mean, good for you for. 181. It's close. It's, it's close. Very close. Um, and then for the ones that are one, that's also. Sorry. 90. This is fascinating that. The century thing that you like broke down. Let me look at the graphs. Wait, oh sorry. My. It's higher. It's 378 nominations. Okay. That can't. No, that come seems, on now. Sorry. That seems right. Because these are, a lot of these are things that get nominated for like 10. Let me tell you. Some of them are real stinkers. Yeah, though. it's 378. <laughs> um, they are quite frequently. Look at this. Actors. The count of actors. God dang. This is really something. This graph? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, we haven't even gone over this yet. So, okay. directors that we've covered the most. It's Todd a Haynes. tie between Todd Haynes and Stephen Frears. And what has Stephen Frears directed? Uh, he did... Um, see, we don't even know. We don't even know. Very English Scandal. Oh, Florence yeah. Foster Jenkins. Uh, Victoria and Abdul and okay. Dangerous Liaisons. Okay, we like him. I, we like him. He also him. did Philomena, which I've never seen. Um, High Fidelity. Yeah. Which I've seen, but it's been a long time. Um, I feel like there's other... Oh, he did The Queen. Yeah. God. So, other ones we've covered a lot. Tom Hooper, Three Time... These, these are all members of the Three Timer Club. Did we watch Mary Riley? <laughs> did we? I can't remember if we did, but... I, I don't feel think like we, so. I feel like it's come up at Halloween time, and maybe we've both been like, no, it looks bad. Mary <laughs> but, Riley. But it uh, it was another... No, we have never done Mary Riley. <laughs> I didn't think so, but now I'm like, 
questioning everything. I'm like, did we? Because it does sound vaguely familiar. It seems like something we would do, though. Yeah, it does. We, we should watch Mary Riley and see if it seems familiar. <laughs> it looks so bad, though. Um, Maybe it was one that we discussed, but then it wasn't like it available to stream out. or something. Yeah. Yeah. All members of the three-timer club, we have Tom Hooper, Richard Linklater, um, Oliver Parker. Couldn't tell you what he did. Mike no Newell, uh, John Madden, Joel and Ethan Cohen, and Joe Wright, which I did expect. Every one of these is men. Yeah, there's a l- uh, oh, <laughs> there's a lot of D's swinging around the period piece world. Yikes! Um, okay, our most frequently appeared actresses. No Boy, surprises this- here. No surprises <laughs> here. I didn't even say- I said actresses, and it includes actors. Kira Knightley, until, not until like the fifth one down. Yeah, Kira Knightley and Kate Blanchett tied for first with six movies. I think that's fair and deserving. And deserving. <laughs> Second place, we have a four-way tie between Sarah Ronan, Rebecca Hall, Rafe Fiennes, and Colin Firth. Happy to see all of you as well. Congratulations, everybody. I would have expected to see Matthew Good higher up. <laughs> I would have as well. That is a bit of a surprise. Uh-huh. These people have been on four times. On. Like, they've been on the show. Heath Ledger, three. Winona Ryder, Vanessa Redgrave. Kirsten Dunst and Judy Dench. Um, let me see if I can guess the. I know all the heats off the top of my head. I don't. It's a Knight's Tale, Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. And, and I don't know I'm not was. there. Oh, yeah, I'm not there. Yeah. He, yeah, wow. That was a man. That was. <laughs> honey. <laughs> Rest in peace, King. Um, Emma Thompson, I'm also surprised not to see her. You know, she's in. she's been in three of them. Stephen but. Fry only on here once. Is this so? Yeah, but the, again, this is pulling from, like, the top three build actors, so... Okay. I was surprised to learn that, um, even though I shouldn't be, I think we did, did this very much on purpose, that we have, like, three Barbara Streisand movies on here. Love to hear that. Yentl, of course. Uh-huh. Of course. Of course. Uh, Funny Girl and Hello, Dolly. I well, remember... she's not going to not be top build in anything else, so... Are there anything no, that we would watched, No, she's not going to so. play supporting role. No, so real. I guess it's been exactly three. I think it's maybe time to move on to some prestigious category superlatives. Uh, I also do wonder, I put this in here, oh, also, most likely to break my data formatting is Miss Anya Taylor-Joy. Is this so? Yeah, when you go dash in your name like that. I just watched oh. The Menu the other night. Which is Speaking of her. Pretty good. I right? liked it. Yeah, it was, it was very enjoyable. Um, oh, this is also one of the two or bits of trivia that I discovered in looking at this data. Yeah. Um, first of all, did you know that Evanescence did the theme song for the Tudors? <laughs> no, I did not. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> did you know that Anthony Minghella directed Talented Mr. Ripley? What else has he directed? I don't know. Anthony Minghella. I mean, does that name mean anything to you? Yeah. Who is that? Isn't he Max Minghella's dad? Who's Max Minghella? No, I couldn't. I'm maybe way <laughs> all the way off on this. Um, I thought he was like, uh, Lindsay, am I really confused about who this person is? I don't know who Max Minghella is, girl. Yeah, you do. I don't. Who is this young man? You do. His, no, he's not. Really yeah. Oh, his dad is Anthony Minghella. Yeah. yeah. And he was in The Social Network. Okay. Oh, was he... he and was... The Handmaid's Tale, you'll find. Okay. Interesting. Well, all right. I loved The Talented Mr. Ripley. What um, a damn film. Yeah, isn't that nuts? And uh, finally, this is just something I... It's not a data fact, but I had a very important note on here, which is October Sky is Mona Lisa Smile for Boys. I do agree. I do right? concur. <laughs> And that's why, like, I was like, I get 
theoretically why this is right. good, but it's not really for me, you well, know. I did, it, it escaped the Furta boys for me, but narrowly. Yeah. Um, okay, so one category that I did not discuss with you, but just to yeah, I'm looking. I saw it on there. I'm looking. Slept on. Yeah. Okay. For, for me, I feel that Brooklyn is this. I'm looking at the list. I don't. Well. I'm seeing many, actually, that I think were slept on. I don't feel that the discussion about The Green Knight has been... No, where'd that go? I loved that movie. People don't really know about Pride enough, either. They... God, Pride is so slept on. Mm Mm-hmm. Honestly, that would be the one... Like, if there was... If I was trying to pick something that was going to be broadly uplifting Mm -hmm. to recommend to people, it would be that one. Yeah, because it's it's a fun movie. It's just sweet and, like, funny. And I love Bill Nye. God, I love Bill Nye. He, he's another boyfriend of the podcast. I was going to say, he gets, Shoot. he gets brought into this. Okay, so uh, for the category of Fur de Bois, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what did you put? I put the following. Oh, it's on the next page. <laughs> Excuse me. I put History Boys. Oh, okay. Dead Poet Society. Damn, that's a good And answer. Trial of the Chicago 7. Um, that is such a Furda movie. Furda. And, like, History Boys is less... It's more, like, about boys than it is Furda, but it is also kind of, like, boy humor. Yeah. In a way that I'm, like, well, you know? Distasteful. Yucky. Yeah. So, for me, my answers on this um, were The Life of Brian. Oh, yeah. I do generally... It's funny, though. It's funny, but... But mm-hmm. I do find... It's a bit sophomoric, I will give you. That Monty Python is Furda. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and Gladiator. But Gladiator also made time, it into Furda Girls for me. I was going to say, at the time, you tried to tell me that it was not No, I know. Boys. That's why it's in both. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's for everyone. So I guess that brings us to our next category. Which is Furda Girls. Furda Girls. We've had quite a few of these, but I'm this happy... This is a tricky one to narrow down. I've, let, I've narrowed mine down to four. I think but, I have the same answer. But on the f- number on two of them there's two I'm cheating it's little women and emma we've watched two versions each of those but they're okay so you snuck like eight movies that's under this six okay. so that's furda i would specifically say the new emma with anya taylor joy and johnny Flynn and bill Nye is yeah. furda girls because it was directed by autumn DeWilde and like yeah, it's that's girl culture so candy colored and fun and it's just pretty you know mm-hmm. um strike or slash everybody wants some was it wow. for the girls and then Mona Lisa smile of course yeah you know so mine was Marie Antoinette okay Mona Lisa smile gladiator for the <laughs> girls there's reasons fair and Brooklyn Brooklyn yeah Brooklyn's for the girls it's so sad yeah, it is sad, but it is good. But you like a sad thing, so I love a little sad thing. <laughs> I mean, Little Women's sad too, but and yet we we inflict it upon ourselves every year, year after year. Um, okay, so girlfriends of the pod slash faces most pleasing unto me are the same category I put here. I narrowed it to three, but I could keep talking about pretty girls. Girl, I kept on going. I kept on going. And now I'm even thinking of another one that I didn't put on here yet. And it wow. is Emma Thompson. Oh, she okay. does have a face most pleasing unto me. Okay, so my girls. Okay, I've got my girls. I've got the Kates. Yeah. you got to have both of them. Both Winslet of them. and Blanchett. Winslet has not been in enough of our, our properties, I don't feel. Yeah, and Ammonite was terrible. It was really boring. Did we watch Titanic? Have we ever done Titanic? Are you kidding me? <laughs> have we not done Titanic? I don't know that we have. We have to do Titanic. Um, <laughs> when I'm ready to cry. God, it does still make me cry. It does. How? I don't that, know. We talked about this. This stupid song makes me cry. It's, it's a very sad film. Uh, 
There was another... Oh, we haven't watched The Reader. Very sad. Yeah, that does. We also have to... One other data point we found was that we skew extremely heavily 19th and 20th century. Yeah, so Um, we're going to have to work on that. Our furthest back one is um, Dinosaurs. We were curious. (laughs) (laughs) I think second to that was like Prince of Egypt. (laughs) Wow, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Damn. We should do some more ancient. Ancient, definitely more. Like, we haven't done... Like, well, we did Hercules. Yes, we did. <laughs> so that's ancient Greece. Yeah, that's what, that was actually the data value that chat GPT spit back to me was ancient set in ancient Greece. And I was like, that's not helpful. What century? So I'm over oh. here Googling things like first re- written recording of Hercules. <laughs> when did it take place? Oh, fifth century BCE. So we're going to round that to 450. It's like stupid ass. No, I know. Can't do this. Just Why? say ancient Greece. Let's let it be. Oh, did you change it to 450? Yeah, I did. I had a methodology, girl. girl. Sit under my blanket cooking on that laptop. <laughs> Rachel Vice. Oh, she does have a face most pleasing. Kira. Kira Knightley. Yeah. I just, she's just familiar at this point too. It's like, I could just stare at that face. Yeah, it's a very good face. Florence Pugh. She's good for perfume ads. Definitely. Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. I didn't know we could list every pretty girl in the world, Lindsay. <laughs> Sersha, Rebecca Hall. Yeah, those are Tilda all. Swinton. Okay, well, I have nothing new to add to that. Did you have... who? who I did just you had Kate Blanchett, Rebecca Hall, and Sarah Ronan. I didn't even put my girl Kirsten on but here. I and you I know also, what? She's been in several things that we've loved. Yeah. I put, I think, maybe the girls that showed up the most, too. It's, it's kind yeah, of those three. The top, the top three. Boyfriends of the podcast. Okay, well, the first and foremost. <laughs> That's my man. <laughs> Kieran Hines, girl. Kieran Hines. He's so handsome. He's the one, the only. off, girls. <laughs> He's the only one for us. That's Why? The only, the only man on this podcast that we regularly Jane did mom and dad. <laughs> Both are like. Pass on to us that we like look at this old man, kind of like jowly. <laughs> like, yum. That's mine. I'm going to stick beside him. <laughs> I just love to see him in things. Yeah, he's, he's always s- such a treat. A face most pleasing unto Very me. Very pleasing face. Ben Wishaw. Aww. I love that. I love him. Yeah. Um, I put Dev Patel. That's a great answer. A very pleasing face. Sasha Baron Cohen has been actually several things we've done. Whoa. And I have I find him to have a pleasing face. Ewan McGregor. Yours is so much longer than um, mine. Colin Firth. Yeah. And Denzel, who's been in two Shakespeare properties we've that watched. That is true. He was really good in And Macbeth. he's so good. At, yeah. And you know, I think he... Well, Frances McDormand. I need to add her to the faces that are pleasing to me yeah. for women. Um, they were so good in Macbeth. Like, it, it was pretty incredible. Nuts. It was like so fun to get to watch them playing those parts. I love yeah, that. I, I love that the movie. Set on that movie. God, it was <clears throat> so good. Um, well, for me, and I feel like I'm forgetting boys even still. <laughs> There's which is more. Just such a frustrating problem. Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm, now he's too weird. Who? I was going to say Daniel Day Lewis, but he's just too weird to be a boyfriend of the pod. Oh, no. I do think he has a very pleasing face, though. No. An extremely let it, pleasing face. Let it be known. And I thought that it was very handsome that he learned to like make beautiful clothes. <laughs> And I've always said that. Also, um, I, we say, leave me my name. <laughs> like, I, I say it a couple times wait, a year from, when we're playing games from the Crucible. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about so that. Dark. Oh, you would have to say the saddest shit you've ever heard in your I life when you play do. games. Well, here's what I had for boys. Uh-huh. Um, Kieran Hines, Bill Nighy. Okay. Yeah, um, uh-huh. Matthew Great. 
Yeah, we love Matthew Good and, and Dominic West. In this house. Dominic West, yeah. Okay, bottom three. Wait, okay, for a second I was like thinking that you said Dominic Cooper and I was like, ew. But then no, I was no, like, no, no, no Dominic no. West. No, 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 no. <laughs> I forgot about Dominic West. And how did I forget about Dominic West? I don't know. Just finished watching The Crown like a month or two ago. It's a good looking man. I love that show. It's a good show. It's so boring. Yeah. <laughs> but God, it's compelling. Oh, you know what else I would say was slept on? But coming back to that is Spencer. I've yeah. watched it twice, and I really like that damn movie. Really didn't like it at all. <laughs> it really blows my mind that you like have liked it enough to watch it twice. I don't. I I don't know what I like about what it. What a snooze! Terrible acting. Oh, the acting sucked. Really, all that was good was her finery. Her finery was so worth the watch for one thing, first of all, and secondly, the dramatic tension of it. You know what I. The Royals have taken up too much of my attention against my will. <laughs> anyway, you slice Fair. it. It's one of those big, ugly divorces where I'm like, ain't no one really smelling like roses here. <laughs> I don't really like any of you. I don't like your stories. <laughs> I've heard enough. Can you keep us all out of this, please? I'm. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's like disgraceful and embarrassing the way they conduct themselves. <laughs> You call yourselves a family. Right. Like, one of them is like stodgy in a nutso way. And the yeah. other one's out here like writing like whiny bitch books. Yeah. It's coming out tomorrow Ugh. as we speak. I can't wait for someone else to read it and tell me the best part. Yeah, I hope somebody, and I'm knowing our book club, someone's going to do it. Maybe it'll be Ingrid. Someone's going to read it and do it for their slideshow. And I'm going to love them it'll for it. It'll be Ingrid. <laughs> Okay, here's my bottom three, though. Okay, okay, bottom three, faces or film? (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? These ugly bitches. (laughs) Have faces most displeasing to me. I can't think of an actor off the top of... Oh, Toby Jones. (laughs) That's a face, though. I was going to say Timothy Spall, but it's like, I actually just kind of love him. No, yeah, I've come around to him. Yeah. Um... Mm. menacing though yeah toby jones is creepy to me who has a face that's displeasing i guess i just don't see people that way (laughs) except for toby jones (laughs) um okay my bottom three movies that we had to watch and even still there's probably plenty more i'm not i have have an honorable mention section uh a promise Mm -hmm, definitely that was on my top three yeah, that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life. Witchfinder General. <laughs> oh yeah, that was terrible. Um, and then this is maybe a cheat, but anything Aaron Sorkin did. Okay, period. I did. I think I did put um, no, not on this sheet, but I had put Trial of the Chicago Seven on there. God, that was. It was just so. But mine is um, a promise, of course. Yeah. Professor Marston and his Wonder Women. Boy, that sucked too. That was a terrible <laughs> film. Um, Robin Hood Men in Tights. What a sophomoric piece of shit. <laughs> I, it was blue. I absolutely hated it. I didn't enjoy watching um, that either. An honorable mention to Anonymous, of course. Yeah. And The Dig. Oh, I almost put The Dig on what there. What a boring movie. God. I was like, that was, <laughs> that was it. They was out there digging. <laughs> that was the whole movie. <laughs> And um <laughs> simple ass. <laughs> it was so dull. It like really could have been an email. Yeah. <laughs> and did you know that they built this <laughs> They 
duck this pyramid. This is sound- like after Zola, and they were like, there was like, had to been some like viral thread about some dig, and they were like, well, we're turning Twitter threads into movies now. Everything is a thread now. Twitter is so so stupid. Even before the Elon Musk of it all, the last year or two, it's been like every kind of grifter has like. Here's why everything you've been taught about broiled oh, cabbage is no. wrong. A thread. <laughs> and then it's like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Not everything has to be a thread. <laughs> that would be very frustrating. It's so annoying. I can't interact with the energy of that application no. any longer. <laughs> I think I'm about to release it. Yeah, I think you'll find that your load <laughs> might be a lot lighter, brother. But that being said, there are still some really no, funny little jokes me, on you there. You send me some of the funniest little tweets. You know what you should do is find those people who post those like um, roundups like on TikTok and Instagram. But those people's taste often sucks. No, but you'll find you'll find it. You'll find some good stuff. <laughs> I don't know, girl. I don't I know don't if know. I will. Whatever. You you gotta find you gotta find out what's right for you here. Yeah. All um, right. Top three, you and I both without speaking to each other did the same sort of There's too many to, to not. So it's a, your top three before uh-huh. the pod. And then mine were not necessarily net new ones that I watched, but okay. top three that were like Became became a favorite kind or something. Of, yeah. Okay. Um, or maybe just top three that I could talk about, whatever. Yeah. Um, so top three before. Yeah. And I'm really an unchanging person on this. Yeah, same. Inglorious Bastard. Same, same. Marie Antoinette and Elizabeth. Same. Exact three. Deadass. Top Dead three. Ass. Deadass. Okay. Same top three. Um, and I also will say that Mona Lisa's Smile was a comfort watch before this. Yeah. And I think it will remain so. Yes. I love that freaking movie. I almost, uh, honorable mention also to When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. Which we did watch for the pod. And right. I'm never not in the mood to watch. I literally watched it on the plane on the way to Europe this summer. And then I watched it again this fall. It's, it's a great like, movie. I just love it. It's um, my, my Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then new ones for the pod that you've watched. Uh, yeah, or they, that are like become new favorites for you. Yeah. Become new favorites or just like, yeah. Yeah. Um, behind the Candelabra. Yeah, definitely. Velvet Goldmine. Yeah. I put that as well. And Pride. Oh, Pride. Oh, yeah. God, I, why did I, I think about? I actually did watch Pride for the pod. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why Pride escaped my mind today, but I do love her. Um, so she's honorable mention for me. Um, Phantom Thread was yeah. one that I hadn't seen except for the yep. pod. And then Colette. I really liked Colette. Yeah. Oh, I really did like Colette. It had a pretty um, poor rating. Or I'm like sure it did. Or gross or something. Yeah. Um, but who cares? Yeah. I thought it was really pretty and I'd watch it again. I got to be level with you. I'm getting kind of hungry. Well, let's do some <laughs> things. Um, what um, are we going to watch next week? The Libertine. The Libertine. That's right. Because Lindsay and I have to go further back. We've got the 19th yeah. century. We've got to do some restoration. I've actually seen this movie. I saw it in theaters. I've seen it as well. It's um, yucky. It's <laughs> so yucky. It's so depraved. But um, um, it's got honor, Samantha Morton in it. I was going to say, to celebrate Samantha, Samantha Morton. <laughs> and nobody else in that film. Yep. Um, we're going to watch it. So, yeah, come back for episode 201, The Libertine. Um, Until next week, bye. Bye.